0: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now let the buzz begin! Yay.
1: <laughs> <He's there. laughs> Welcome, you guys. Oh, so
2: Welcome to the After Show for 90 Day Fiance: Before the 90 Days. I'm your host, Alex Bowers, and through Skype tonight, we actually have Linda and Twee. Hi, guys. Hi, and Ashley Bowden and our special hey. guest, Big Ed. Okay. Hey. Big Ed in that hey. 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 So I excited. I, um, the I don't know if you're Hi. Oh, aw. so cute. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, Ed, but you're literally one of our favorite people on the show. Um uh, <laughs> honestly, it's it's really fun watching you. You like give us a breath of fresh air, especially with a lot of these relationships and what's going on, it's kind of a lot, but you're always like super positive and we do enjoy that on 90 day. I know we like the drama, but we also really love your storyline.
3: Well, thank you so much. That means a lot.
2: Yes, yes. Um, I wanted to know, do you watch the episodes as we watch them or?
3: Yeah, I, I do. Like I, I show before I send in my application. So I wasn't a fan, uh-huh. I never saw the show. But now that, that I'm, I'm on the show, obviously I watch it pretty regularly. Mm-hmm so it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun,
2: yeah, um, do you have any favorite couples?
3: Um, I do. Um, I'm praying for Yolanda, that poor sweetheart., <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. you know, yeah, um my favorite is probably myself. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I really like me and Teddy. I'm kidding. Um, so I really watch me a lot, but, um, there's a lot of diversity which i think is really interesting so i kind of like everybody i have nothing negative to say you know about anybody until the bloodbath i mean the tell-all i'm kidding (laughs) um, yeah i pretty much i like everybody's story It's, it's really interesting um just for me it's just it's been a very surreal experience it's almost like a dream because i like i said i i never heard about the show and 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 they told me one time, they're like, Ed, um, don't look at the camera and just be yourself. And that's what you see, who you see, who I am rubbing mayonnaise in my hair and, and um, doing all the crazy things I do. That's just me, it's just, who I am.
4: So what made you make you apply for the show? Like what sparked that?
3: So funny story, so I actually met Rose on Facebook and uh-huh. we started FaceTiming for about three months and then she's like when are you going to come so i bought a ticket i posted it on facebook and my um, coworker kara is like oh my god you should do 90 day fiance i'm like what's that <laughs> and then i walked back to my desk and i had like like 50 messages from everybody on facebook and then my buddy rich who's on the show actually sent me the link so i filled out the link you know 54 year old in love with a um, you know 23 year old with a 29 year old daughter and i bought a ticket They texted me within two hours. Wow! The next day, I was on the at seven thirty in the morning. I was, um, I was, um, um, Facetiming with Casting Pam, and she's like, "Well, let me see your your social media," and she's like, "Oh my God, they're gonna love you because I have stickers and I'm falling down in Japan. I'm falling asleep online because I'm a Twitch gamer," and she's like, "Oh wow!" She's like, "You're you're like a shoe in basically." And I didn't believe her because you hear, I, n- I never knew how big the show was. I didn't realize mm-hmm. it was the number one rated show on TLC. Um, so I just kind of went with it. And, you know, it, it's been very, it's, it was a very nervous experience in the beginning, but it's turning out to be something quite amazing because as, um, as a teenager, I was body shamed because I have a condition called KFS, which is clipophile syndrome. So I have a shorter than normal neck. And I have an enlarged rib cage. And in high school, I actually somewhat became a celebrity because I got stuck in the neck machine, which I worked out with all the football players, and and they're like, the neck machine. So it kind of became a funny joke. So I've always been able to laugh at myself, sort of. But um, but so all through high school, I started to be teased. So when the, the when they first started to air the teasers, oh my God, people were just body shaming me, you know, calling me um. neck Ed, and it it's it really hurt me because it brought all those bad memories back and so immediately I'm like going my daughter was right my mom was right I should have never done the show um, but and I talked to my my producer and they're like you know what don't just leave it alone. Just don't read the notes. Just don't go online. So Mm -hmm. I kind of left it alone. And then all of a sudden articles started to pop up when my fans started to defend me, you know, don't count this guy out and yada, yada, yada. Then I started getting letters from all over the world. People telling me that they're sharing their story with me. They're like, well, you're rubbing mayonnaise in your hair and you're not afraid to be yourself. You know, how do you have the confidence to do that? Um, they're telling me they don't have enough breath in the morning to get up because they've been, they've mm. been body shamed and, te- and, and, and teased all their life. So I'm like, oh, my God, I can actually do something really positive in the world, which mm-hmm. was completely unexpected. So now I'm kind of excited because I want to, to um, although I'm in love, if I can help somebody feel better about themselves, it will make this all worthwhile, which – for me, was completely unexpected. Like, because my daughter and my my ex, they were huge fans of the show, and they're like, "Ed, this is not a good idea. They're gonna, you know, it's gonna ruin your life." I'm a, because I'm, I'm a professional interior designer, and I have um, clients that spend, you know, you know, multi, I mean, thousands and thousands of dollars. My last project was um, the condo, you know, was over a half a million, and they're like, "This will ruin your business." But actually, they're more excited about me being on the show than I am so it's kind of kind of fun right that's so awesome uh, Tiffany
2: how has you guys' relationship developed since um I know some of the episodes that we've seen but I don't know I don't know that we'll see her I don't know that we'll see her um this season but I just want to know like where are you guys right now
3: so what I can tell you is I'm in love um I got a bigger house um, I traveled um, over 7,000 miles. I went to a country that was, um, the people are amazing, but it's, it was in a very desolate area. They had no indoor plumbing. And when you see some of the scenes, it's gonna knock your socks off. I'm telling you, it's, you thought the mayonnaise like when I was in the Philippines. So I'm in this country, um, none of their family members um, speak English. Um, so I'm going to her village, I'm meeting her dad and her family, which I loved her dad, Freddie. Um, the sister was trying to shake me down for money, which is true. So I I kind of went over there with a lot of questions and but then I had a lot of um just in, in general, like I got married really young and we all make dumb mistakes. Like we all nobody's perfect. And I didn't know I didn't know who I was at 23. So the marriage didn't work out, you know, no fault of anyone, but I ended up with a beautiful daughter. And I woke up one day going, Oh my God, I don't want to be a part-time father. I want to be the best dad I can be to my daughter, Tiffany. So that became my focus. At the same time, I was in a graduate program for architecture. So I had that focus. So I just, I just kind of didn't really think about love. And then, and then your daughter is 17 and she's like, Hey, you know, dad, there's a football game Friday night. I'm like, what? Oh my God, I love football. I can't wait. She's like, no, 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 dad. I have a football game. So she basically at 17, she kind of broke up with me, but then, then I wake (laughs) up and I'm, and I'm 44 and then you're 54 and you're like, it's love. It's too late. I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm not, I'm never going to fall in love. That was my, my, my mindset. But then one day I'm on, 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 uh, social media and I'm a photographer and I do somewhat, you know, exciting, risque, you know, photographs. I try to make women look super amazing. And I saw this girl and she had these these amazing eyes and just, and I knew I was safe because she was in the Philippines. I'm like, there's no way that whatever I said to her, I'm not going to fall in love. So I'm safe and she's in a foreign country. So I'll never meet her. But <laughs> lo and behold, um, I fell for her because she, she just admired me and at 54 when you have somebody that admires you it just it just i don't know it caught me guard so mm-hmm. one thing led to another and i i basically um, i fell in love and i never thought i would find that in ever so and facebook is such an amazing machine for me able to, for me to be able to meet somebody in a foreign country fall in love and go there it's just like it's unfathomable. I can't even imagine, you know, um, this is like George Jetson stuff. If you guys, um, I, you're probably way too young for that, but it's like <laughs> that, that, it's like that far in the future. So, so yeah, so where I'm at right now is, um, you know, I'm in love, that's all I can really say. And it's, I'm just letting you guys know right now, um, if you've been tuning into the show, you haven't seen anything, like you just wait. I mean, I can't tell you what's gonna happen other than every week is just gonna be, you know, crazy, crazy good, emotional. There's gonna be tears, there's gonna be laughter, there's gonna be heartbreak, there's gonna be makeup. Um, It's just, it's a great story. But what is so unique with, and that's why I love working with um, Sharp Entertainment. Everybody over there is just freaking amazing um, and so supportive. Um, and then, of course, TLC is that, you know, I get to tell my story. You know, I get to, and this was real for me. It's like real. I'm in love. I'm in yeah. love. And they're telling my story. And I'm able to help people that are being bullied online, which just, oh, it just makes it all worthwhile. Yeah,
0: And I have a couple of fan questions that I wanted to be able to ask you because they've okay. had a lot of questions. Uh, The first
3: question I have is, did you research the culture before you went to the Philippines? Did I research the culture? Um, Absolutely not. (laughs) No, no, no. I did not. Here's what I did know. One of my best friends in the whole wide world, um, her name was Christina, and I had a crush on her. And she was Filipino. And this was probably, this was probably 10 years ago. And so I fell in love with, with her and what I knew about her culture, but she was Filipino-American. Um, you, know, you know, no, I did not. I literally, you know, jumped in the, the, the ice bath, with, you know, two feet forward, not wearing any clothing, I'm kidding. And just, no, I didn't know anything other than, I knew I was in love and I wanted to meet Rose and I wanted to meet her son, Prince, and just see what would happen. I had no idea what would, what would take place? Um,
0: the second question is, um, what advice would you give about dating and finding quote unquote, the one,
3: the one, what a good question. Well, I think the most important lesson that I'm learning through this is that, that love's a risk. And when, when you, when you, when you, when you fall in love with somebody, it's a 50, 50 chance, but that's why it's so worth it. And there's a 50, 50 chance that you're going to be happy for the rest of your life. And then there's a 50% chance that you're going to get your heart splattered all over the sidewalk. And that's what love is. It's a risk. So, and for me, it was like, there was two things. One, it was learning to trust another woman in my life with my heart. And then two, being able to trust myself, mm. which is really, really important in life. So um <clears throat> Yeah, that's, you know, I'm, I have no regrets. I, I'm, I'm happy. I just want people to be smart, be smarter. you know you got to look at everything, but follow your heart.
1: I do have a question for you, Ed. Um, why the 20 plus year uh, time gap in between relationships because you said your previous the last time you were in a relationship was over twenty years ago. So is there a reason for that, or were you just busy doing other things like yeah. launching your interior design career and doing other, you know, your photography?
3: Yeah, um, no, no, no. So this, so um, my 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 ex wife was the the first love. She was the first woman I uh, ever was with, and. When you fall in love, it's euphoric, like you're on a cloud. And for me to, and I was only married, I was actually, I, I joke around, like I've been married for 24 months, which was only two years. So I was married for a short time, but we were together about a year before we got married. But what scared me to death was how you can go from being like euphoric and in love with somebody to it not working out. And, um, and I, like, I basically, I got married young and, and I did it. I don't know why I got married other than I think I was in love. And then when it ended, I'm like, Oh, I'm, you know, we decided to separate and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to be fine. But then, then she started dating somebody else. And then, then when you realize that person doesn't want to be with you, that's where your, your, your hell begins. And. I mean, I don't want to get too emotional, but i would i mean I would be in the shower just you know bawling like it the pain was so so hard i remember um and this is what heartbreak was for me is that you're in so much emotional pain that your body hurt, my arms hurt my my i ate it was and so I never wanted to let somebody get that close to me again there was never because I don't I don't I mean I lost 35 pounds in three weeks um I almost died I didn't want to I didn't want to go on you know it was tough and it was tough so so you you decided that moment that I will never let anybody in ever Ever, ever. I think we can uh,
1: all relate. Yeah,
4: and appreciate the realness of going through that.
3: Hearing all that. So I just like, that's it. I'm never gonna let anybody that close to me again. So, and that's probably where my humor came from because I use my my humor as my winning formula. So the minute Mm -hmm. somebody tried to get close to me, I would go funny, which would push them away.
0: A lot of people are actually enjoying your front show. The question, I guess, is why are you so amazing and have you ever done stand-up?
3: Okay, what's that again? So I, I a
0: fan wants to know why you're so amazing. They're enjoying <laughs> the that they see on the show and they want to know, have you ever done stand-up comedy?
3: Okay, the reason why I haven't done stand-up is that because I'm short, nobody could ever see me on stage. <laughs> so when I was when I was waiting tables at El Toritos, this is a true story. I used to do, I came up with this idea for the bar that like, um, you're really funny. I want you to be the entertainment director for the for the bar. I'm like, okay, fine. So what are your ideas? I'm like, I don't know. Well, there's a sour cream tub. Give me a pack of tortillas. We'll do it, we'll do a tortilla toss every Friday night and then we'll, we'll give away cups and t-shirts and whatever. Well, it's it super caught on. And every, every Friday night, the bar was packed and I, was, I had a blow horn that said on the side of it, I, I spray painted, shut up, you know? And so I was this like lively character and this guy came up to me in the bathroom. He's like, look, you know what? I will write your material, I'll film you and I'll get you on stage. But I had literally just got married so I but so I had have I've had offers to do that, but um but my humor is more spontaneous and mm. it, it's not scripted. I, I use my my laughter to not only like calm situations, but I use I use my laughter to push people away, but I also use my laughter to bring people in. But I'm I am so careful as far as how you know close. I let people in and, you know, Tiffany's in my life, my mom's in my life and, and Teddy, of course, is in my life as well, but, you know, and Rose is in my life. And, and she's taught me that I can trust women again. And I'm not sure where our journey will lead, but, um, but, you know, we are in love and, and that's, and I don't know what our next step is, but, you know, we have feelings for each other and, and we, we, that's where we're at at this point. And,
4: and going back to um, just being vulnerable and everything, when you first met her at the airport and just met her in general, did you feel like she was in it because of love? Or did you feel like it was because of she wanted a green card, visa, all of that?
3: Yeah. So I never I never thought she was, because she never asked me for money, although her sister did. Uh-huh. She never once asked me for money. But, um, you know, and, and I it was kind of a gut punch when, when we first meet, met each other, we kept pinching each other. Like, this is not real. This yes. is real. We kept just going, you're not real. You're not real. You're not real. Cause it's almost like you talk to somebody for three months and then you're standing in front of them going, what, this is like a dream. Yes. But then she kind of did a 180, and then she kind of made me, you know, spin around and, and then started to kind of compare our heights. But, So that kind of threw me back a little bit because for three months she saw me on camera. She knew I wasn't, you know, six foot, you know, three. Mm -hmm. I wasn't this handsome guy. I was, I was me. I was Big Ed. And the first conversation that I had with her was, okay, I'm 54 and you're 23. How do you feel about that? And her response to me was, age is a number and it's what's in the heart. So I never, I never broached that again. I never, you know, visited that conversation again. So, so it was like I said, it was kind of a gut punch. And but I don't know if she was just said it, or she was just acting out of excitement, or you know, or maybe I don't know. Um, but we've moved beyond that. I mean, it's mm-hmm. never come up again, you know. And and I even said in one of the episodes, I'm like, we're the same height when we're sitting down, which is true, by the way. I mean, for you guys that want to date a tall woman or a a short man, it doesn't matter how tall you are when you're laying down, (laughs) you're going to have sex. Sorry. The anatomical difference is the same measurement. So write that down.
1: (laughs) Speaking speaking of sex, Ed, there's a few fan questions um, on our Instagram page, and they want to know if you and Rose have had sex yet.
3: Done the deed. Okay, so um, <laughs> unless you want my publicist to kill me, I can't answer that yet. Okay. You'll probably find out. Um, I know, but you'll probably find out in the next two episodes of, of what what has progressed. So I can't really speak to that at this moment. Okay. I just, you got to tune in. You got to tune in.
2: Um, I have another question yes. uh, going from living complete separate lives. Um, and then being together for a long period of time, what was something that you noticed that you may not have really liked about Rose? I know you love her, but I know there has to be something that maybe was, you had a conflict of some sort.
3: Oh, you guys, <laughs> you guys are good. You guys are good. You're trying to get me in trouble. So what I can say at this time was, um, it. I I didn't understand why um she didn't bring pajamas like we're gonna have to spend our mm-hmm. first night together so wouldn't that be special right so she would have thought about well there are probably going to be you know clo- not necessarily in the same bed but you know you would think if you're going to spend the night in a hotel and I had told her that I'm coming and you know um and and the drive was so far from the airport that you know I had discussed that with her that we would we, the first night we would stay in the hotel, rest up and then and then go meet her family but but she showed up in the hotel with like jean shorts and a shirt. She had no pajamas, so um that kind of was um, yeah, kind of like I didn't quite understand that, but then i then I felt bad. I'm like, well, maybe she doesn't have money. like maybe she doesn't have money to buy pajamas. so I didn't want to be critical or judgmental. I just wanted to you know, to, to love who she was. And when I met her in the airport, the first thing I want to do is you want to, I want to, I want, you want to touch her. You want to feel their skin. And she was really warm. Like her skin was very soft and she was really warm. And um, I mean, I was just like, like, I was like, I was in love. Like this was worth it. And I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm in over five grand at this point and, but I didn't care. Like this is, this is me after 28 years, you know, dumping it, jumping into a, you know, a, a pool of ice water naked and let's see what happens. Actually, I never did that, by the way. <laughs> it's
2: a metaphor. Now, Linda, I wanted to ask you really quick. Um, with you being the queen of tea for a yeah. 90 Day Fiance, is there yeah. anything that um, anyone has said that you may want to bring up to be gay?
0: Well, we are going to tease a little bit of that for our news weekly show, but we do want to talk a little bit about, uh, it's, we've been told that you bought a new house mm-hmm. and that you uh, furnished your mom's bedroom as a surprise. Now, I know you probably can't tell us, but bigger house meaning more people in the mm-hmm. end?
3: Yeah, so, so it's, it's not just a two bedroom. That's all I can say, um, and um, I'm I'm I've given up the single life, so that's all I can say. Like that, which means that means a lot. But I needed a bigger house for my mom, and a bigger house for what will come.
0: Yeah. I love that answer. Yeah. Uh, one other question that I have is: How are you dealing with all the new? um fans that you have being a fan favorite from this specific season, did you know that you were gonna be like the breakout star?
3: No, I had no idea. I um when they they first came to film me, um the yeah you know, I talked Harry my producer, you know they were just doing a lot of filming in San Diego and I said to him, Oh my God, I go everybody in because I this is my life. This was I I live in North Park. I, I I work in little Italy I I get on a Vespa with Teddy on my backpack, which by the way <laughs> Taylor Swift has the same backpack that I have <laughs> But can you let her know that I had it first? Okay. Yes so. so but this was my life I mean, I, I I do design and I hate driving my car I do have a car it sits in my driveway, but they would film me with drones and they just told my story as it was and I, I mentioned to the producer, Harry, I'm like, oh my God, everybody in San Diego is gonna know who I am. And he's like, Ed, everybody in the world is gonna know who you are. But I never understood what he meant by that. And just the other day, it's so funny, if you follow me on Instagram, this is Big Ed. This girl, I'm at the corner, I'm, I'm leaving work, I'm walking Teddy actually, and I'm about to leave work, and this girl's screaming from her car, you know, Big Ed, I love you, Big Ed, I love you. And then when I get home, there's a message on my, on my Instagram. i um, hi, big Ed. I love you. I was the girl screaming at you from my car. <laughs> like, yeah. Fans
1: see you all the time in San and, Diego. And,
3: and,
4: they, and they,
3: and they walk into my showroom. Like the other day, this guy just walks into my showroom and he's like, look, and I can tell a salesman a mile away because I'm in design and sales. So I know. And, and I'm like, Oh my God, this guy wants me to buy dental, like a dental plan or teeth cleaning. I'm like, Oh my God. And I'm like, okay, if you're in sales, I'm good. He goes, oh, no, no, man, dude, I'm in sales, but um, I work next door, I'm servicing the restaurant and dude, I'm a big fan. My 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 wife's in love with you. Can I get a picture? I'm like, yeah. He hugged me like three times before he left the store. So it's just like, for me, it's just like, um, I didn't expect, I didn't, first of all, I didn't do it for that. I just fell in love with somebody on Facebook. That's all I did. And then I posted that ticket. and then. Now I'm on like world TV and they're telling me my story. And like I said earlier, I'm kind of freaking out, but now I love the attention and I'm going to be nice. What I do notice, and I guess this is the, the millennial generation is that I thought everybody would want my autograph. (laughs) Not one person is the Uber driver. Two Uber drivers have asked me to sign my sticker, but they want my sticker and I'm mailing them all over the world. Um, I'm going to have to start charging because I'm running out of money. But um, (laughs) he wants a picture and then they want me to do a video shout out this girl. um, She can't see her mom because of the whole um, COVID-19 and and her mom was crying and upset. So um, she's like, you know, Big Ed, can you do a video for my mom? I'm like, absolutely. You know, I'm that's stuff like that. Just when I can contribute to somebody else's happiness, because I have a mom that's 81. She's amazing. She's a nurse. She's still working because it keeps her alive, you know? So if I can help this girl make her mom feel better about their life, you know, that is why I want to do this. I don't, I, if I can make a difference in this world, because I've been given so much, I'm not a millionaire by the way, but I'm very happy with my life. I'm happy with what you know, God has given me, he's given me a lot of talents. He's given me an amazing daughter, amazing family. But if I can somehow make a difference, that just makes me, you know, cause I, if you look at my photography, a lot of the women, like they don't have clothes on. So I have to like make it up to God. So I have to kind of, balance <laughs> that with, you know, I have to do some, some humanity stuff or, or I'm not going to get through the gates whenever that, you know, time comes.
2: Well, we really appreciate you being open and honest and you do uh, make a lot of people feel good, honestly. And we need that light in the show. Yeah, like I said at the beginning, we love the drama and stuff, but to have someone that's just so real and honest and um, can poke fun at himself, like, that's huge, because a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people have thin skin. So we really appreciate you. And we hope to have you on again one day, honestly. Oh, any, yes, yes.
3: Any, any time. Any time. you guys, go ahead. My hometown is um, Bentonville, Arkansas. I went, to, I went to school with Sam Walton's grandson, the owner of Wal- or the founder of Walmart. And, and they see me rubbing mayonnaise in my head. And my, my sister's stepdaughter's... Um, um, I think it's the, the father-in-law is the CEO for Kraft mayonnaise. So I don't know what's going to happen. I'll probably end up. My face will probably end up on a jar of mayonnaise. I mean, I don't <laughs>
2: like bottles of mayonnaise. <laughs>
3: but, but by the way, you guys, the mayonnaise works. I'm telling you right now, the mayonnaise works. You gotta. gotta try. We believe
1: you. We You're believe you, Ed, hair. because you your hair, hair is always shiny.
3: Always. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> I believe. Thanks so for joining the, us, Ed.
3: Yeah, and
1: you guys, thank
2: you so much for joining us.
3: No, you guys are awesome. And by the way, when you posted, I I owe you a big shout out. When you tagged me on a photograph on Instagram, I I, I got like like 2,700 followers. So you guys are kicking it. You guys are like, I'm like, yeah. Like literally, (laughs) your post was, hey, what questions do you have for Big Ed? And then all of a sudden, I'm going on my Instagram and it's just blowing up. So so I'm your fan. I don't, I don't know if you're my. I'm <laughs> your fan. So, so call much. me anytime. Call me anytime, you guys.
1: We, we will. You guys can catch Big Ed on 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. It's currently airing every Sunday on TLC.
3: Can I give a shout out? I'm a, I'm a gamer. So yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I am Big Ed on Twitch. I'm trying to change it to this is Big Ooh. Ed in that process. But I drink Malbec, which is the best wine in the world. It's from Ooh. Argentina. And I'm, I'm, because I'm old, I stream and I'm doing this game called Sea of Thieves. And they're like, um, I'm gaming with eight people around the world with Raccoon Brand and this guy um, uh, Mud Light and, and Boozer with Pittsburgh Studios. So we're all gaming. And I'm like, okay, I want to drive the ship. They're like, no, go in the bottom of the ship. I don't know if you're gamers or not. And you haul the water, you, you shovel out the water. I'm <laughs> like, okay, I did that for an hour. I'm like, this sucks. I'm like, please, please, can I drive the ship? Can I drive the ship? So they finally let me drive the ship. Well, what happens? I'm I'm driving the ship, and I'm drinking my Malbec, and then I fall asleep, and I hear in my in my headphones, "Is he sleeping?" The ship crashes. All my buddies jump off the ship. <laughs> the next day, I get a thousand followers on Twitch. I become an affiliate because I'm an, I'm a moron. I'm an idiot when it comes to yeah. gaming. Well, you Have fun with life.
2: On, would you say Twitch as well? All over yeah. social media. Yeah,
3: Twitch. Um, I am Big Ed, but yeah. it, it, hopefully we're gonna change it to this is Big Ed. But anyways. Yeah. Much love, you girls. You rock! Aww, thank okay. you, guys. thank you for inviting me into your brain, into your thoughts, into <laughs> your media, into your platform.
2: Thank you, we thank
3: really appreciate it. Thank, thank you. God bless. I God bless, bless you. Bye. Bye.
2: So, you guys, we have our couples breakdown. Um, I just <laughs> want to highlight a few of the couples. Um, who is your favorite overall
0: this episode? uh you guys uh, i can't get over david i'm sorry like i cannot get over david 60 years old spent a hundred thousand dollars with this Latin girl and she's 27 they've never met her, and he's gone there three times and she's a no-show yeah i'm uh, getting
2: seizure
4: vibes Caesar vibes are you guys getting seizure vibes with that
2: yeah he believes Caesar. it you know she lost her ticket she she this that and the third oh she had a family emergency. He's making these excuses, and he really, really believes them. Seven years, right? He's talked to her for seven years.
0: Yeah, but none, <laughs> I
2: feel really bad
0: for him, though. But none of it off of the app where he pays per minute. He's never talked to her outside of that. So, you know, I, I feel bad for him, too. Yeah,
1: I wonder I mean, if she's getting some kickback from that app. Oh. 1,000%.
0: Oh.
4: 1, 1, Guys, I thought it was really sad too, when he said, I'm gonna go to the park because I felt like close to her going to different places on the computer and talk. I was like, no, no. Poor guy. You can find someone in the US to do that with like, and not have to pay that much too.
2: Who is more cringe, cringeworthy to watch um, David or Yolanda, even though we didn't see her this episode, but I just want to compare the two.
0: I personally think David, because Yolanda's not shelling out the money, right? She hasn't shelled out $100,000 of the Williams, right? right? She might be delusional, but he's delusional and spending his life (laughs) savings and he's trying to retire soon. Yes. Yeah,
1: he's definitely a notch up on the delusional spectrum um, than Yolanda because he has dished out so much money and it makes it a bit more sad. But Yolanda's pretty delusional.
2: Now, the delusion of it all, let's talk about Lisa. Lisa. Okay, because, you know, she is, uh, I want to talk specifically about the part where she says to him, you know, forget what your mom says, basically, we're going to do this. This is how it's going to go. And he's over here with his friends like, uh, she got the game messed up because this is not (laughs) how life works. (laughs) We respect our parents. And I wanted to know you ladies take on that whole scene. I think she's controlling. I
4: think she literally wants to control him. And then when his mom said that he's worried that she's going to bring him over as like a slave, a slave, I, I, I wondered too, if that was partially because she sees how controlling she is over her, mm-hmm. her, her son. It's not only about like, cause he's, a, she's American. I feel like it's also the control, even with the, we'll talk about the
1: girl in the video that's going to come up too. Like mm-hmm. that. She wants to control every aspect of his life. And I'm also wondering, <clears throat> now that he's rated her at a C or 70% in the bedroom, does she regret putting so much emphasis on letting him have sex with her unprotected or forcing him to have sex with her on camera? I think that's, okay, because
2: let's be real. Yeah, They're saying, okay, the cameras can follow me, but I guarantee you there are moments where they just wish that the whole scene was cut out, and I think any scene with her saying "no condom, no nothing," I think she's regretting that right now. Wait, guys, can she still get? I also still get pregnant. I, don't I know. saw it's like a, a pad. I saw a pad in one of the scenes where she was going through her suitcase. Is she trying to get pregnant? Listen, things happen. I don't know. I can't I speak know. to nobody's you know stop reproductive. Stop <laughs> What got going on right now uh, what are you ladies thoughts um on let's see darcy uh deciding to go see tom just to show just, him what he's
1: missing. i think it's i think it's silly there's no need to go see tom he doesn't want you move on and
0: then, i think she needs to do it for herself i think she needs some closure mm-hmm. and i think she's gonna probably try to make it on her own terms um because you know when she was like you know i'm a badass I think that that's what she's going to do.
1: I think sometimes you (laughs) just need to move on without closure. I know that that's that's her goal. I feel like sometimes the more empowering thing to do is just cut somebody off and move on without closure. And I would love to see her operate in that spirit more so than being in his space. Being in his space is not going to achieve anything. He played you, cut his butt off, and move on with your life. I think she's learning like and it's a process for her like Mm -hmm. this is
4: the next step after what jesse did to her so it's like the next little step she has to take to stand up for herself and be assertive and be like no this is not what i want i deserve better Mm -hmm. um but i kind of i liked how her sister and her the friend were you know encouraging her to like no you deserve better for yourself like you deserve time you deserve the energy
2: that you give, why are you settling for anything less? Yes, and with the other three couples we saw, we saw Jeffrey and Varia talk about, you know, her <laughs> not wanting to continue with her place because of she met him. We saw Avery and Ash get together. We saw Stephanie, um, she's on her way to go see Erica. <laughs> I just wanna know, is this train still moving for y'all? Are we, this many episodes in, are you still tuned in completely? The show. Are you happy with the flow?
4: Yeah, I think it's going to get crazy for Jeffrey and Vario I think his like
2: anger issues are going to come out, and I think
4: that whole comb scene like really stuck out to me because I feel like he put it there to make her insecure. I don't yeah. feel like
1: that was to. Mm-hmm.
4: I felt like, oh, you're playing games with her. Yeah. I
1: think the problem with that comb scene was that he had just had sex with her, so that whole, that heightened her emotions. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think that was all her. Linda, yeah. are you good with the flow of the show? yeah i think it's still the best season
0: yet i think that uh they're bringing the drama strong so i'm all in for it i do think that that comb situation was definitely a manipulative move on his part He mm-hmm. knew what he was doing when he was packing his bag and him leaving it on the counter there was no joke That's right
2: any predictions for next episode ladies um, <laughs> I
0: think that- uh, can we have Big Ed on the show? I think my prediction is that things are going to get more real in the Philippines and he wasn't ready. He
1: wasn't ready. Ashley? I predict that Big Ed and Rosemarie got, got busy. Mm. I think it actually happened.
4: Yeah. And I think Lisa and Soja Boy, I think it's going to go down over there. I think they're going to start fighting and she's going to get crazy on him in front of his family.
2: I think um, Big Ed may end up confronting the sister. Just going to her straight up because he's feeling a little antsy about this money situation. His girl has went in his pockets. He just, he don't want to be bothered. He's out here sweating. He just, (laughs) he's going to end up having to go to sister and i think that's just how it's gonna play out which would be very interesting to see like what would be her excuse why are you asking man for money you never met him so yeah i'm excited um i agree with you linda this train keeps on going i like the flow of the show
0: where can everyone find you ladies guys all across social media
1: you can find me at Linda so girly you guys can find me on Instagram at Ms Ashley Marie, and you guys can find me all over social media at Stacy underscore
4: Olivas and at Ninety Fiance Now on Instagram. Hit me up, send me your news, your memes,
0: everything. Mm-hmm. Yes,
2: memes all over at Hey Alex Bowers, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Yay,
0: bye bye. bye guys. Our founder Kevin Undergaro and me Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV.